This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Hello and welcome to this exciting instalment of MS Momentum, the radio show for people with MS, their family, whānau and support teams. Presented by your raving field officer Valerie on OARFM. This show's special radio star is the delightful Andrew, manager of Dunedin Budget Advisory Service. Hello and welcome Andrew, thanks so much for being our radio star today. Andrew, is thank he... you, thank <laughs> you for having me on. I don't feel like I'm the star. I actually feel like you're the star for putting the show on, Valerie. So no, no, you're definitely the the radio star. Um, so thank you. I, it's I. We normally talk to you at Christmas, but I just thought with everything that's going on and the increasing costs of everyday living that is hitting everybody, that it would be a good idea to get you in before Christmas, which is yes. usually and a very stressful time for people anyway. Absolutely, um, and th- thank you for getting me in earlier. So, I've always said to hosts like yourself, mm. please get me in earlier. Yeah, no, no one ever does, and then I always get asked to talk about Christmas at Christmas time, and it's too late. The time <laughs> it is, isn't it? We need. Time, I think I had time, you in January last year, this year. Yes. Oh, that's very early. Yeah, but it's people need. I can't. I can't even remember what year we're in. Is it twenty twenty two? Two. Yeah, it's not twenty one anymore. I know. But yeah, the the time to think about Christmas is before Christmas, and um, so the work we do is helping people to budget for Mm. things they need in the future, and now is a good time to talk about those sort of things. It is, and I mean, are you are you seeing the effects of the increasing cost of living prices reflected with people coming in to talk to you? Where does it start, Valerie? It's <laughs> so we're seeing rents, mortgages, yeah. groceries, petrol. There's a, um, it's happening globally. Yeah, so and it's, it's across just, the board, isn't it? It's not just people on low incomes anymore. It's everybody. Yeah, so it's not just Dunedin or just New Zealand mm. it's from what I see it's it's globally and it is getting harder and harder for dare I say it, the sort of average Kiwi yeah. uh, to get by it, well it is and I mean I'm I'm average um, apparently I earn slightly more than the average Dunedin wage and things are really tight Um. And I noticed that I'm on a budgeting advice thing, budget busters thing on Facebook, and there's way more people asking, how is everybody coping with us? What do you do? Um, You have to post us on there, Valerie. Absolutely. Everybody just says, go and talk to budget advice. That's just about everybody's response is go and talk to your budget advisor. Whether you're working, whether you're whatever your situation Go and access mm. budget advice. And it's great to see. It's across the country and it's across the board. People saying, go. So We've we've definitely noticed an uptick in uh, people contacting us through Facebook, which is interesting. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the word is getting out. And that is one of the ways people can connect with us. So if people look up Dunedin Budget Advisory Service on Facebook, you're they there. can message us and we'll be in touch. 
It's um, it is increasing. I think, like I've had many chats with my friends about just how how everybody's doing and increasing mortgage, you know, interest rates on mortgages, and mm. people that seem to do okay in COVID are no longer. I mean, I know there were lots of people who didn't do okay in COVID, but those who were still managed to keep working and things, and where the costs of everything went down. Yes. And I think also like there's a whole plethora of oh well, there's a big job craze on and everything, and people are wanting more money for slightly different roles or similar roles, but actually that that cost is going on to the businesses, and that's not always happening. Although it's great that we have you know minimum wage. There's there's a lot of things to unpick there, Valerie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Yes. So yes, what what we noticed during the original lockdowns, where people did tend to save money, mm. particularly lower income earners, um, but with the ongoing effects, two years later, uh, we've definitely seen a swing towards people in hardship, which is probably not all directly from COVID in New Zealand, mm. but just that global, um, we're not quite in a recession yet, but um, a, a downturn in, um, well, not a downturn, an upturn in costs, costs of living. Yeah. I also know, as you just touched on at the end of your comment about the uh, Wages in the mm. competitive, competitive job market, so employers are getting more competitive, but it seems like, from what I've seen, is there is a lack of skilled workers, mm. which which is contributing to the problem. Well, I mean, yeah, we do have a definite lack of um, workers. And I do know, like, my 16-year-old just started working, and he is... On the minimum wage. Is he? Yes. Your child? My child. He's just started oh. his first job and he's been paid $21 an hour, um, which which I think is fantastic because he's the yeah. minimum wage. But it's also, if you're expecting adults to work for that same wage, he's only working very part-time, to be fair. But if mm. adults are working for that same wage, how are they supposed to get things to, to match up and to pay everything? It's just about impossible. You can't end... In today's society, we rely so much upon the government mm. yes. for those extra supports to get by, but not everybody qualifies for them, which, in my view, isn't fair. It's um, it's quite interesting because if if you're a, a like I'm a a sole income household, but I still qualify for a community services card, which I have some issues with because I have a reasonable wage. I am supporting two people, but that wasn't the case. They've obviously changed that. I actually don't know. But also, you know, things around people that are that are working, that are having to need, um, you know, accommodation allowances and temporary additional support that are getting that just to get yeah. by. Yes, any solutions? Fam- family tax credit. Yep. That's another one. Absolutely. Um, the amount of top-ups, because we have a low-wage society, is um, I don't think it's helpful to the the bigger picture in the long term. But no. That's that's my personal view. 
So what but, what can your service provide for people? What can we provide? So we are all about supporting people to support themselves, I guess. Yep. Um, Having their ownership. Yeah. So we want to get an understanding of a, um, a client's finances alongside themselves and then we want to look at the options with the client and then we want to walk alongside the client with whichever options they choose to take up or not take up mm. depending on their but it's all about your own journey and uh, creating your own future something that you're comfortable with and we walk alongside you to enable that yeah because I mean it is people need to take ownership of what they're doing but it's also um, like I know we we had a chat about the consumer electricity fund as well so I have issues with the fact that we have food banks in New Zealand um, I don't think we, sh- we need them. I d- we shouldn't need them, but the fact that we do is quite worrisome for me because that, that does indicate, as you were saying, that you know people on those low-level incomes and even people on middle-level incomes uh, can't actually sustainably live. That's exactly what we were just touching on before. Yeah. So that government support and then the government support is also going to the food banks Yes. to keep their shelves stocked up in its making um, people have to run through hoops to access guess, them just just get by mm. which doesn't uh, doesn't sit very well with me no and I like I I understand why the food banks are there but I really don't think we shouldn't need them and I'm like if you can't if you if you've got a couple who are working and they can't afford to feed their children because they're too busy paying their rents Something's wrong. Something's seriously wrong, and I do. I understand why rents have gone up recently, but I and I around the um, you know the impl- the implementations that landlords have had to do to get their houses up to standard. But actually, they've had fair warning of that. They have. I and would. So we we haven't really touched on um, people taking on more expenses than what they can afford. Such, right. Yeah. Such as. You know, consumer credit, mm. buy, buy now, pay later. Mm. Um, that, signing, that, um, signing up for cell phones. That uh, zip and after pay. I re- I have reservations around those things. Yes, that's something we're currently working on as a service. Mm-hmm. So we actually we had a meeting with Ministry of. Business innovation and employment yesterday to put our views across about that. Oh, great! On behalf of our clients, you are so good at doing the advocacy stuff, aren't you? This is amazing. It's, it's a um, it's a real debt trap, which mm. um, it can work for some people, but because it is unregulated, yeah. Ah, uh, right. Buy now, pay later. So there is no affordability assessment. There is no suitability assessment. You just sign up and walk out of the shop with the goods and in our view that's not good enough and then as we 
just touched on before that can lead to things like people not being able to afford food or pay their rent. Yeah. So, so they need to go to food banks, which isn't on. No, and it's like everywhere you see, oh, after pay, zip, pay later, all those things. And I'm, well, I'm old, so I think, well, if you if you can't afford to buy it, then you wait until you can afford to buy it. And I know in some instances, like, I have a car debt, worst thing I ever did. Um, I'm grumpy at myself about that, but I have that debt and I have to get rid of it. Um, that, that is a useful asset to own, though. Yeah, it is. It is a useful asset, but I overestimated um, how long it was going to take, and um, I, I, you know, having having a workable car is going to save you money in in the in the long run. But um, I'm I'm in a pretty good financial position, but I also have got the ability to pay a little bit extra on that to get rid of it quicker because of the right. But I like I have words with the child about not buying a car you can't service because as you've said to me before if you have a vehicle you've got to have $30 every week before you put petrol in it yes I did you did say that yes so that's always in my mind when I'm thinking right you've got $30 before you put petrol in your car every week so that $30 that covers insurance Mm. warrant of fitness registration and maintenance yep and because I, cars, cars don't just go forever. No, you, they don't. They you need to be don't. putting money aside to maintain your vehicle. But I think, and, and particularly with um, new technologies as well, like I see like, a teenager who is, oh, I need this phone, I need this phone, and I'm like, but do you really? But there's that sales pitch around this one will work and da-da-da and do all these extra things. I know, I know. It's, I'm... I worry about him signing himself up for something which he can't do legally at this point. But if you get young people who, or you know, people who are working for perhaps for the first time in a while, and they get all this money coming in, and it's like, woohoo, let's go and spend it. But actually, when I was a kid, that was okay. You could do that for a little bit, but you actually have to pull your head in now. And ten percent your KiwiSaver is minimum. Um, that's what I tell my child. It's probably a lie. I don't care. <laughs> that's actually the maximum, ten percent. Yep, but he doesn't have any other bills at this point. What What I would say is, if you can afford to save, go gangbusters. Yep. If If you're starting to struggle to make ends meet, then maybe you look to bring your KiwiSaver back a bit. But okay. KiwiSaver is a very important thing for people's future now whether it be buying a first home whether it's retirement whether it's um, if you get into financial difficulty later yeah it's great to have that little nest egg there so the more you can put away the better but don't do it at the expense of um, every day now your basic living and especially your whanau yeah I was listening to a radio show and they were saying that there's a huge amount of kids that have not come back to school from COVID that are 16, 17, 18. And quite yep. a few of them haven't come back because they've had to go to work full time to support their families. Wow. I hadn't heard that one. No, which is, um, it's probably in the, I think it was about 10% of kids, but that's a fair whack. So, the mm. you know, if they're leaving school to go and but, work in order to support their families because mum and dad aren't earning enough, when mum and dad are potentially 
whatever roles they're in to cover the yeah. rent. I mean, where do you go if you're if you don't have enough to pay your rent? I mean, that's, that's our future. That's our tamariki. Yeah. Which are um, having to work to support their farm now, which is a shame. And I, I would be very interested to hear the demographics on that one. But it's it means that they, you know, while they're supporting their families, they can't yeah. be saving for their own selves. I I, I just mean with like a split between. Um, Pacifica, Maori, and well, I think we already know the answer to that, don't we, Andrew? I mean, it'll be more hmm. potentially more Pacifica and and bigger centres and 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 Maori families that that are affected by that because of the hmm. um the low wages and the bigger population base. I I would like to see the facts, but yeah, it, that is very interesting. So that's alarming to me. It is quite alarming. Um, that might have implications for for the kids later on when they go. Well, actually, I want to do something else, um, yeah. and pro- potentially because if you start off on a in a low paying job, these you could get out of it. I mean, you can move away. I started in a really low paying job, and I moved away from that. But yes. actually, having the resources and the 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 backing to do that is quite Support. tricky. Yeah, having the support. So, yes. um, Andrew, how can people get hold of you? That's probably the most important thing I, we need to get out there is actually how do people get hold of DBS? You've mentioned the Facebook. Yes. So if you look up Dunedin Budget Advisory Service mm-hmm. on Facebook, you can reach out to us through there and message us. You can go to our website, Budgeting Dunedin. .co.nz Oh okay, it's budgeting Dunedin, yep And we have a contact form on there or you can ring us on 03-471-6158 and press 0 to make a general inquiry Cool, and you're free for everybody I um, I had a Abs- Absolutely, I had a chat to a work colleague and they were talking about a financial advisor and I'm like, why didn't you just go to budget advice? <laughs> I, I will I will say so we are not financial advisors no so we don't give um, advice about uh, investments or taking on mortgages or how to structure your family trust or things like oh. that doing oh. the books if you're a sole trader but um, so our core business is working with family finances for individuals in Farnau and uh, yeah, we're coming up with a, a solution. We can't wave a magic wand for everybody. No, no. Yeah. I think that's a, that's really important. Is that you? You can only work with what people bring to you. Correct. Uh, I like to say to the staff that we undersell and over-deliver. Yeah. Well, you guys do. I mean, I, I came to you when I had a change in my um, economics. And I think, like, I, I learned quite a lot from that. It's part of the reason you're here as well, is that I learned quite a lot from that for me. Um, and I've run a household and have done for a long time. Yeah. So I had, to hear. 
yeah, so I have, I, you know, I have, I know how I do things, but it's actually, it was quite an open eye opener. What are you doing? Half of it is probably about understanding what's mm. going on, what's coming in, what's going out. Yeah, and I think people, I think that what's coming in, what's going out changes as well. I mean, all the time, Valerie, all the time. And the other thing with us is there are a lot of supports that people aren't aware of that yes. we may be able to access, which yep. um, is why it could well be worth getting in touch with us. Absolutely. We have to finish now because we have talked for a good time, a long time, but lots of really useful stuff. So thank you so much, Andrew, from Manager of Dunedin Budget Advisory Service. We will not have your musical choice, unfortunately, Andrew, but I'll pop that in another oh. show. <laughs> thank you Ooh. for your time today. And thank you for having me on, and uh, please get in touch. Yeah, absolutely. This has been MS Momentum with Andrew, the manager from DBS, is your radio star. Tune in next month. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.